Happy, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your posts just hypnotize me, and I just love your... (laughs) Sorry. I'm going to blame that one on January Madness. Or is it March Madness? I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. happy lifers at least those that haven't quit listening because you didn't think i knew the difference between march madness and january madness (laughs) i am so happy that you did join us today and i think you're going to be happy that you stayed as well because actually i did know what i was talking about it was very purposeful when i talked about january madness and march madness let's start with march madness first because of that song by biggie Notorious B.I.G. Biggie, sorry, no disrespect meant there. Me trying to do your song. (laughs) It's actually the opposite. A ton of respect because I love that song. But the problem with that song is it's on one of the commercials for March Madness this year. And every time it comes on, I think I probably drive my wife nuts. Because now that song is in my head and I walk around the house and I sing it for the next few hours. So... (laughs) Because that's a a commercial, and because I love that song so much, every time it comes on, and it comes on a lot, and so that song has just been in my head like crazy, so I find myself singing it all the time, and honestly, now I want to watch the movie, Notorious B.I.G., I I think it's called, because of that dumb commercial keeps playing that song, and now I just got it in my head. Biggie, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your words just hypnotize me. And I just love your flashy ways. I guess that's why they broke and you're so paid. (laughs) Speaking of flashy, what is the deal with these basketball shoes these days? I mean, they look more like running shoes. They don't look like basketball shoes at all. Now I know I'm old. I played a little bit of collegiate ball. When I say uh, a little, I mean a little bit of collegiate ball. But when we were kids, our shoes to play basketball, they had support. Everyone wore high tops. It was almost looked down on if you wore low tops. You know, you can wear low tops, but you're going to get injured. You're going to get hurt. But at least the low tops had some type of support back then. But everyone was wearing high tops, shoes that came up around the ankles. We tied them really tight around the ankles. Because if you don't have support, just like in real life, you're going to get hurt. And I don't know, maybe there's some new technology going on with the shoes these days. Like I said, I just played a little ball, and I don't, I'm don't. i not an expert in this area at all. But when I look at the shoes, at least from, from the TV, um, they look very, like, no support at all. They look flashy. They look really cool. They look really comfortable. And I'm sure they are very comfortable, and maybe that's why people are going with it. But in my mind, I'm like, we're going to see some injuries, and I've seen a lot of injuries. I haven't watched but a few games, but I have seen in each of those games, I've seen at least one injury that I can think of that had to do with the ankle because there's no support with those shoes. 
they might look good, they might feel good, but there's no support. And if you don't have support, you're going to get hurt. Now, everyone who plays any professional sport, or really any sport for that matter, is going to get hurt. You can't stop that from happening. You get hurt when you play sports. But you're going to get hurt less, at least in basketball, in my opinion, if you're going to wear shoes with support to them. Same is true in life. I mean, you're going to get hurt in life, period. But if you have people that will support you, if you have systems in place that will support you, and you're not just living flashy or doing what's comfortable, sometimes we just want to do what looks good, what feels good, what feels comfortable to us, and we get ourselves injured, we get ourselves hurt because we don't have the support. We're going to get hurt in life, but if you have support, you get hurt less. And that brings me right into January Madness. This is a story that I talked about in last episode of the episode before. I don't know, since we did the uh, Happy Life Challenge. Everything's a blur in my head right now. Who am I kidding? Everything's always tends to be, <laughs> seems to be a blur in my head right now. Uh, but make sure you check out our Happy Life Challenge. Seven days of happy, seven happy hacks that will help you develop your happy habit. Remember, we're going to be doing those for three weeks in a row. Uh, so two more weeks of just grab those and listen to at least one of them every day. And we're going to make happy a habit because it takes 21 days to create a habit. So we've created this stuff that we can use to help develop a happy habit. So anyway, in the last couple episodes, I talked about the situation I was going through. And I never shared the details about it, but they're they're kind of cool, honestly. And I, I talked about maybe I'll share that someday. So that's what I'm going to do right now. And it happened in January, and it was madness. I mean, it was, I was going through some struggles. I don't really want to go into the struggles because we all struggle, and they really don't have anything to do with this. Just know that the struggles weren't just me. They're personal. They were in the family. There were some very, people that were very, very close to me, and there were some very big struggles that were just kind of taking me out, honestly, because I, I don't just focus on my happiness, but with Happy Life Studios, I focus a lot on other people's happiness as well. That's what we're here to do. We're here to navigate, activate, and advocate your happy. And so I'm constantly focusing on if someone else is unhappy, that's just kind of been a life motto of mine. I just want to make them happy. If I could just make them laugh, I could just make them smile, if I can just give them something that they can take with them that will help make their life a little bit happier, because after all, we are here to make your life happier, just like we have in our intro every week. And so there's been a lot of stuff lately with the country being down over the last several years. We've had a lot of junk going on, at least in America, and I think really all around the world. But let's just say it was some intense struggles, and it wasn't just my struggle. And it was a straw that broke to proverbial camel's back. This was January madness. I was very mad, and it was in January. And it was also very crazy. Like I said, there was people hurting and pain all around me, and I didn't know what to do. And I, I know I, it's not my responsibility, but for me it was. And these people, were, you know, when they're close to you, when they're family, when they're friends, when they're really close to you and they struggle, you hurt too. Just like if you make someone happy, you'll be happy too. But if you feel someone hurt, it's probably going to hurt you too if they're close to you anyway. And so it was January, and it was the NFL playoffs. It wasn't basketball this time. It was football, which reminds me of one of the March Madness commercials that are out. It talks about all these people talking about how sports, you know, is a good thing. It will change your life. Well, sports can – there's the agony of defeat as well as the thrill of victory in sports. For every team that you see celebrating out there, there's another team out there and all their fans that are in misery right now. And so sports will do that as well, and that's what happened to me in January. 
Like my team was what they had come from behind the last several weeks. There, there was no way they're going to make the playoffs. And now they just kept winning. And finally, all they had to do was win the last game and they were in the playoffs and they've owned this other team for decades. They always win when they're playing at home and they always beat this team when they're playing at home and all the odds were for them winning and they lost. And I don't know what it was, but I went off the deep end. You want to talk about January madness. It was January madness in caps exclamation point. I lost it. It was a straw that broke my back. And I couldn't figure out why I was so angry. I kept asking myself the question, why are you so angry, Steve? And that's a great question for us to ask. No matter what it is that we're going through, why are we feeling this negative emotion? We should always be asking the why. A lot of people just, they focus on the what, I'm angry. But if you don't know the why, you don't know the reason why you're angry, you're going to stay angry. But if you can figure out the why, the what always follows. We talked just recently about putting the cart in front of the horse, right? If you put the horse first, then the cart will naturally follow it. The same is true with the what and the why. The why is the horse, the what is the cart. If you can figure out the why first, that's what drives everything. The why is what causes us to do what we do. But if we just focus on the what, I don't want to be angry anymore. I don't want to be depressed anymore. I don't want to be overweight anymore. I don't want to be whatever you want to put in that, at that thing there. That's not the horse. That's the cart. And the cart is in front. And you're not going to get anywhere with the horse trying to push the cart. But if you can figure out why you're struggling with this, why you're overeating, why you are anxious so much, why you're getting angry when you drive in traffic, why are you short with your spouse or your kids, or why are you so discouraged when you go to work? If you can figure out the why, the what will just naturally follow. It's like the basketball shoe. The why is a support for the what. And that's what happened to me in January. What turned it for me was a happy lifer. He was my support. We were out to eat at Buffalo Wild Wings. That's my jam right there. I wish I could get them to support this podcast so I could get free wings. But we, we, any owners out there at Buffalo Wild Wings, there's your plug for me. There's my plug for you right there. But we're out to eat at Buffalo Wild Wings. And I'm just telling him, number one, I'm sharing. I'm being vulnerable. I am opening myself up to someone that I trust. I trust this individual. They have shown themselves faithful and loyal and loving and friendly to me in some of my darkest times. It started small. I mean, I started trusting him in small things, and now I trust him completely. So I opened up to him and just shared with him, and I said, it's just a game. It's just a stupid game. It's just a sport. Why am I so messed up about it? And he said, Steve, this isn't about the sport. This is about your life right now. That was supposed to be a sure win, and when they lost, you took it as, i tell you, this was just deep, He says, you didn't take it as, it wasn't about a football game for you, it was about these people in your life that are going through that struggle. And he was right. It was like one more thing in my life, like even my team can't win. When all the odds are for them, even they can't win. I'm a loser. This is a losing situation. This is never going to work. And we get crazy thinking like that when we're worn out. When all it takes is a straw to break the camel's back, when we're tired, when we're worn out, when we're emotionally weary, We start thinking crazy, man, and I was thinking crazy. That's why it was called January Madness for me. So that was some huge support from him. Then the following Wednesday came around, 
And I was thinking about the next day I was going to post a Throwback Thursday podcast and a Throwback Thursday video because I've got like hundreds of videos and hundreds of podcasts on my pages and one and done, right? I just want to bring them back out, post them online so people can, can find them again, right? And so I was thinking, what should I do them on? I mean, I've got so many, which do I pick from? And that morning, there was a leader that is a part of the, one of the organizations I belong to, and he put out a video. And so I thought, I'm going to go check that. And so I went and checked out that video, and he was talking about hope. And I thought, oh, that's, that's pretty good. He said some things in there that were pretty good to me. Nothing really stuck out to me, but I thought, that's what I should do. My, I'm just going to take that as a sign. I've got nothing else. I've got no other, have no idea what, what video to play, what podcast to play. So I'm going to do some on hope. And I immediately thought of Sarah Sharp of the 2911 Project. That is all about hope, bringing hope, restoring hope to people, to anybody that's out there. I asked her one time because I helped her start this whole 2911 project. I said, well, let's narrow this down. Who do you want to bring hope to? And she said, uh, everyone, anyone, anywhere, anytime. <laughs> it's kind of like me and happy. She just wanted to bring hope to people. Like I want to bring happy to people. And the two go hand in hand, as you're going to see in just a minute here. So I remember that podcast that was called Hopey Life. I will leave the link for it in the, the show notes if you want to listen to it. But it was from several years ago. We actually recorded the podcast in her Jeep because <laughs> we had nowhere else. I was traveling. We had nowhere else to record it. So recorded, I got out my little mini studio and we did it right there in the Jeep and it was called Hopey Life. And so as I'm, I thought, I'm going to listen to this to see if, you know, if, it's, if I want to share it or not. I got to listen to it first. So as I'm listening to it, there is one part in there where I asked her a question. She said, well, I just made up my mind. I'm just going to have hope. She was in a very rough, very ugly situation. Her story is extremely powerful, and I know her story now. So I know you want to talk about the straw that broke the proverbial camel's back. She passed that level a long time ago at this point in her life when she was talking about in the, in the question I had asked her. And she said that the answer for her was she just decided that she was going to have hope. She says because there's sometimes you just have to hold on to hope, and that's when it's just the bell went off inside of my head. And I had it handed to me. Call it God, call it the universe, call it karma, call it whatever. But it all became very clear to me. There were some things that happened in my life. And I won't get into those either because we all struggle with these things. And it would take too long to get into that anyway. But a couple of major things happened in my life and even happened in my family's life. And some of the stuff that I was struggling with, every one of them attacked hope. Every one of them made us feel hopeless. Every one of them felt like there's no hope in the situation. And I realized that the reason I couldn't get any happy. And I'm trying all the happy hacks. I'm doing everything. I've been doing Happy Life Studios for a long time, right? And I've been around a long time. So I know what it causes to make someone happy. Not the money, not the fame, not the job increase, not the whatever, but the true happiness that you can be happy despite the circumstances around you. I had lost my hope. I had lost my hope. And when I listened in the podcast and, and Sarah said that, it became as clear as a bell, and I felt like God was just saying to me, that was my issue. So I guess you could say that God was my support in that situation, too. But it was the support of Sarah and that podcast and my buddy, and I'd say God as well. That support is what caused me from getting injured anymore. And that's exactly what we need. We're all going to get hurt in life. 
We can't stop that from happening. But there's some hurt that we can stop from happening if we just get the support around us. Let's go back to March Madness just to end this thing right here. The last game that I watched for March Madness just a few days ago was when Kansas State was playing Michigan State. And the point guard, Marquise Noel, broke the all-time March Madness tournament record for assists. I love it. And I think he's the shortest player in the tournament. Now, he stands at, I believe, five foot eight, and he was tearing it up. He was scoring like crazy, he, but what he was really doing was he was assisting players. What that means is, is when he passes the ball to them and they score, he doesn't get the point, but his team gets a point, and so therefore he ends up getting the point. And he broke the all-time assist record that's been there since the last one was broke in 1987. And I just think that's so cool. The team that won, they won because they had a player that might have been smaller than all the rest, but he played bigger than all the rest. He assisted like crazy. He helped other people score. And that's what Happy Life Studios is all about. That's what the 2911 Project is all about, is being support. When you're support for somebody, you're helping them score, just like Marquise Noel's assists. And get this, after the game, when they had just won, and it was close. It, what a game, man. Michigan State and Kansas State, it was an all-out boxing match, man. I mean, they were going at it. I think there was over a dozen lead changes. I mean, it was always very close, and it was a crazy game. It was a fantastic game. Uh, at the end, they were pretty jazzed that they had won. And when the coach was interviewed, check this out. So not only did one of their players break the all-time assist record, in fact, he also broke another record. He had two games in the tournament where he had more assists and and no one had ever done that before either. So he's all about helping people, supporting others. That's what an assist does. You support somebody else. You might not be able to slam the ball because you're five foot eight, but you can give the ball to the guy who can slam it. And you might not be able to perform in the way that you'd want to perform, but someone out there can perform. So hand them the mic, hand them the platform, hand them the materials or whatever. Help support them. Don't be flashy be supportive, right? Because when you win, that's all the flash that you really need, honestly. But not only that, they were picked to be last in their conference. And as of right now, while I'm recording this podcast, they are now in the Elite Eight. And they were picked to not even win their own conference. They were picked to be last in their conference. But I can see why they came so far, because of the leadership here. Listen to what Jerome Tang, their head coach, said at the end of that game when he was interviewed. Congratulations, you two. Coach, you had a shirt on yesterday in practice. It said crazy faith on it. How much crazy faith did you have to have in those last 20 seconds? Oh, yeah. I mean, we got a ton of faith in each other. They have faith in me. I got faith in every one of these guys right here. They probably did more coaching than I did. I just try to love them, man. And when you love people, it's amazing what you can accomplish. I couldn't believe it. It was so powerful. They have faith in me. I got faith in every one of these guys right here. They probably did more coaching than I did. I just try to love them, man. And when you love people, it's amazing what you can accomplish. That's it right there. He has faith in them. They have faith in him. And when you love people, it's amazing what you can accomplish. Not just the person that you're loving, but what happens to you as well. So there's the story. I had lost my hope, and through the support of people, and I would even say God, um, I realized that this wasn't about a basketball game. 
It was about me. It was about something much bigger and it was about me losing hope. And you can't be happy without hope. You have to have something to hold on to. So today, find something to be hopeful in and just decide that you're going to hope. You have to hope. You can't let go of hope. Even if it's something small to start with, you've got to find something to hope in. Someone happy Make just one Someone happy And you Will be happy too That's what I did And it turned around for me And I hope it'll turn it around For you As well Happy, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your posts just hypnotize me, and I just love your supportive ways. I guess that's why you're happy in there, so... <laughs> Sorry, Biggie. <laughs> Sorry, happy lifers. I just, I had to try. <laughs> Steve Ace. Okay, I need to be done. <laughs>